you positive heads. Welcome to a very special episode dedicated to none other than you, the pea heads themselves. I am your pea head enthusiast and hostess for the day, Alexa Hauser. I have been blessed to have the experience of helping out with Positive Head social media for the better part of a year. And through my digital interactions, I began to realize, as did Brandon, that we have some incredible beings listening to the show who are taking the information that Brandon puts out through the podcast and using it to transform their lives and create wonderful things. You listeners are all a huge, huge part of the life force that propels this show forward through time and space and we think it's time to bring forth some of you beautiful reflections and delve a little deeper into this collection of energy that is the positive head community so as we shine the spotlight on our listeners what we'll have them do is share their stories of how they attracted positive head into their life the transformation it's facilitated for them and what they're focused on creating now that they're in a more positive head space Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash Positive Head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash Positive Head. Check it out. Hello, all you positive heads. On this week's P-Head Posse episode, our guest is positive head listener Jessica Drew. Jessica is an author, artist, and creator of The Art of Jessica Drew, which is the art of turning scars into stars. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I feel like, uh, again, this is this is another one that's been a long time coming. You've been uh, a part of the Positive Heads Facebook group. I know you've been in there like longer than most people, right? How long have you been listening to this podcast? Oh, gosh, a couple of years now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, you've I'm been an old lady. I'm an, an old, old lady, lady. <laughs> in, in Positive Heads. <laughs> you're, you're a senior P-head. Um <laughs> Well, um, yeah, for those of you, for those listening who aren't familiar with you, why don't you kind of give everyone a little background on who you are and, you know, maybe um, like a little uh, summary of your your journey and and what's led you to where you are now? Definitely. So um, my my particular chosen life path um, was a bit of an arduous one. I chose parents who were um, absent alcoholic and one that was severely mentally ill. So the the path that I chose was um, a particular and um, a choice that now that I'm creating all of the things that I'm creating in my business and the turning scars into stars, it all makes sense why I chose what I did. Um, and I had to kind of walk through the, the trauma. So um, for the, the first, like, Four or so years, um, my sister and I lived with our dad. We traveled across the country in a van. I was born in Winslow, Arizona, out by the old meteor and um, meteor crater, and then just traveled, traveled like like a little gypsy clan. He was a paranoid schizophrenic, so at about the age of four, he was told by the voices to drive into oncoming traffic and try to take us all out. Luckily, he was an unsuccessful. Um, 
that. And my sister and I were actually raised by a family that adopted him. So not blood related, this random family that adopted my biological dad. So that kind of set me up for um, just like, I didn't just feel different. Like I missed out on like primary development. So I just, I always felt like out of the, out of the circuit, if you will. Um, and I, I always felt like I had these, these just, these higher thoughts of like, um, I don't know, like the, the important things of life at, at a young age. Although I struggled a lot in adolescence with alcohol and drugs, self-harm, um, an abusive relationship. I mean, I spiraled quite a bit on my journey. Um, however, when I hit my early 20s, I got sober. And that is the biggest, most crucial first step that I took. And I always find it's really important to share and to talk about this because um, I was a daily drinker from the age of like 15 um, in order to just deal with life. And um, I finally decided to get sober at 22. And uh, it's been eight and a half years now, which is crazy. But had I not removed the the booze from my system, I never would have been able to awaken to just the crazy synchronistic world that we are just ascending through um, now. And, uh, and so that was, that's like my traumatic journey in a nutshell. When I, um, when I got, uh, when I got sober, I came back from the treatment center and I finished school. I graduated with a degree in social work and I spent several years working with um, that uh, abused elders. And it was from that point, it's probably about four years ago now, I started to just have these, um, these symptoms, awakening symptoms. Um, I started to um, really dissociate from just day-to-day stuff and started to really hyper-focus on like animals and the moon and the sun and, and questions. And um, simultaneously, I was searching for my biological dad who had gone missing in 2007. And um, it was uh, a couple of years ago, um, I was really burned out from work and I needed something to push me over the edge to get me to step away from the nine to five. And it was his remains being found um, in March uh, I think it was March 9th. It was a night of the full moon. My dad's remains were found. And uh, that kind of forced me to take a medical leave and forced me into a serious year of soul retrieval, healing, um, just searching. And um, and from that, I ended up illustrating a coloring book, The Rumpy Mushroom, which is on Amazon. And I, in one night came out with this book called Possibilities in Tea. And it was essentially what my higher self was telling me I needed to tell myself. And um, it's a whimsical, rhythmic book. And it was exactly the message I needed to hear. And that was what dawned the creation of the art of Jessica Drew, which is now my online art therapy creation, my world of Jessica Drew that I have created um, and so that's kind of led me to where I'm at. I create mentoring packages, um, healing courses, freelance art, um, just 
kind of creating and painting my life as I go and hoping to awaken other people to do the same thing and to turn those scars. And I mean, literal scars, internal scars, those painful, traumatic moments that one would not have thought that they could live through. Well, you did. You lived through them. And I call that courageous survival to, to exist past that moment of wanting to just give up, wanting to just expire. But you didn't. You, you spent that moment. You were courageously surviving. And from there, that's where you create your stars. And mm-hmm. so that, I think that's in a nutshell. That's, that's the story of Jessica Drew. Oh, I love it. The story of Jessica Drew. It has, you know, um, wow. Like you've, you've been through it all, it seems. And, you know, it's another beautiful illustration of how everyone I talk to on here, it seems like we all have our version of this story, right? You know, where in the beginning, something really bad is happening, but Mm -hmm. that, that, that bad thing or that scary thing or that traumatic thing is actually the key right to unlock Precisely. unlock the gifts that that we blossom into and you know your art and and um all of your products it's it's really awesome and beautiful and um what what do you think just speaking of art what do you think what do you, value do you think art has because I feel like lately art therapy has just been coming into my world in every way, shape or form. People are like, you need to do art therapy. You need to do art therapy. And I know that I do. I used to be, I used to be so creative when I was younger and paint and draw and all these things. And lately I've been a little stagnant on it. So what do you think the value is of art in for like healing and for our happiness? Oh my goodness. Do you have like, a month for me to talk about this. <laughs> First of all, spend an hour with me. I will pull your creative juju right out of you. I oh, yeah. think that art therapy is immensely, immensely important. And I had actually done, um, I had done groups with my elders, art therapy with the elderly kids. Um, my soul, um, my soul retrieval course, it's on Udemy and I can share a link with that, but I'm actually expanding it because um, I found some, some parallels with the shamanic soul retrieval journey. And I want to tweak it so that it's, it's official um, and into the standards of an actual soul retrieval. But um, the whole premise of my healing course is to find your creative superpowers, which Mm. is in essence, the, in a soul retrieval, shamanic soul retrieval, you go down to the four um, compartments of the underworld. The last one is the treasure and you can't get to the treasure unless you've gone through all of the other dark compartments and the treasure is your creative artistic gifts and your creative artistic expression and using those in healing, whether it be through writing, songwriting, um, you know, drawing, illustrating, graphic art, whatever it is that, that stirs your creative juices. That's like the, the, the medicine right there. That is, so soul healing and I can't advocate for art therapy enough. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. You have me intrigued. What does soul retrieval mean exactly? Okay. So it's a funny story. I had created this course initially, not really knowing what soul retrieval was. Um, but the course that I created was a quest where you would um, take four journeys um, with a guided meditation back to 
uh, traumatic times and meet yourself and find the fractured piece of yourself that had broken off in that traumatic time. Mm. And I recently learned after reading a book, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to remember his name. His last name begins with a V. I haven't, um, he's brilliant. I'll have to share a link. Um, but he takes people through shamanic soul retrievals and it's, you go through the different, like, just like in the quest that I had set up, you go through the different compartments and you retrieve the part of your soul that had broken off and fractured and you heal it. Um, and then the compartments that I didn't have in my train was actually to rewrite your soul contracts and mm. um, bring your yourself back from the journey with all of your pieces whole and healed. Um, and then you go and dig for the treasure and you find your creative superpowers, which I was just astounded that, that, uh, that I was able to channel the premise of this ancient shamanic healing ritual, which makes me believe that it's, it's pretty, um, it, it, it works. I mean, it worked for me. I did it unintentionally on myself for a year in the fetal position. I wish I had a shaman, um, but I didn't. So. <laughs> wow. Well, teach best what you most need to learn, right? Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds really interesting. So yeah. What are you, is that what you're working on now or what else are you working on now? I mean, I know you have, <clears throat> you're involved in se like several different things, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, that's lots going on. Um, so I have my, my creative freelance mentoring, all that stuff through my website. I have books on Amazon. Um, but I also have the rainbow crew, which is a YouTube channel. I started with, um, one of my colleagues, Julia Tree, and it's just a bunch of videos and content for the new kids, the kids of the new world that are coming in. Um, and the other huge, hugely exciting project is I was, um, I was recently asked by Tim, who created the Manifest Ascension, to join the team, and I've been able to fully integrate the process and make myself. Um, a, a vital team member where I have read on all of his artwork and the whole page. And I'm, I'm constructing all sorts of really amazing stuff for the manifest ascension. So I found my team and my family and I'm so excited for all the stuff we can, we're going to be able to share. Yeah. It's really exciting. You guys are doing a lot. And Tim, I, apparently we've just had like the whole manifest ascension team on the past, like several <laughs> episodes. It's been all of you one in a, one in a row. Um, so yeah, definitely check out manifest ascension. And what, what about your, where can, what is your website and where can people find your books and your work and stuff? Yep. So, um, my website is the art of Jessica drew.com in my name. It's the art of J E S S Y C K A drew.com um that's my official website and then um you can find three of my books that are on amazon the grumpy mushroom which is a whimsical yet sophisticated coloring book for adults if you're into coloring and art i highly recommend you get um this coloring book which is like my life's work my very first published work um and then possibilities in tea which was my first children's book with four others in the works and if you wow. have kids, I have created a color it out, draw it away creativity workbook for feelings each day. And those are all on Amazon. Wait, what is this? So what is that for and, feelings each day? What does that mean? Um, so it's a workbook for kids to work out like their feelings through art and coloring oh, cool. um, each day. So yeah, there's, um, there's some activities where a 
little crayons where they can color the color of the crayons that they feel emotion, emotional selfies where they can draw their self-portraits for the day. And then just a whole half of the workbook is a page a day for um, kids to write down, draw out, scribble out, color away, whatever happened during the day. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. You can get art therapy. <laughs> yeah, art therapy. Um, awesome. So here's a question for you, Jessica. Since yes. you've gone, you've 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 had quite the trajectory. What is one thing that you think would benefit every P head to know or understand for their own journey? Okay, so the most important thing, and I wrote it out, um, was to not underestimate the value of the collaboration and the family. And although, like, uh, as a as a Scorpio and a kind of a born hermit and kind of one that likes solitude, I had an encounter with an aunt um, like about a year ago when I was trying to create and build all of these things. And um, it was aunt and he was by himself. And then I was looking up spirit animals and totems. And the lesson I got from the ant is the ant does not do anything by himself. And that's why it was odd to see him all alone. We need our team. We're here for a reason. The, the, the collaboration and the, the support that I've gotten specifically from the positive head group and a couple of my other really close spiritual groups has been just astounding. I mean, my, my first mentor client came from the positive head group, just from, you know, sharing and commenting. And um, I just recently got a publisher to help me publish my next three books of my um, Little Books for Little Warriors series from the positive head group who had saw a post that I had written and remembered a letter that I had written to Brandon like two years ago that he read aloud and I had quoted my children's book in that and all of these little connections that come full circle. It's from reaching out. It's from commenting. It's from posting. And the things, I mean, the manifest ascension happened only because I, you know, have been involved in interacting. And it's just when you allow the communication and the collaboration, you allow the soul family in, in, you know, post or, you know, if you just think like, oh, I want to post. Oh, maybe I won't. There's a reason that you intuitively wanted to comment or post. So just do it. Reach out because there's a reason for that. If you want to reach out to Brandon and you're, you're nervous, oh no, he'll never read my email. I don't want to hear it. Let me tell you, it's very therapeutic to hear your own words written to someone, read aloud back to you and spoken, you know, through the, it's very therapeutic. So my biggest message for all P heads and everybody out there is just utilize the team because the team is here for a reason. We're here to support and build each other up and get each other through this God forsaken earth walk that we all signed up for and <laughs> essentially raise consciousness of the entire planet. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. No, no big, big deal, deal at all. That is powerful advice. I really, I really like that advice. Actually, that is like a powerful message because I, I do think it, it is hard, you know, <clears throat> Especially with social, like, what was coming into my mind a little bit was like, even, you know, there are these, there can even be these misconceptions or these, these beliefs about like, well, Mm -hmm. when you're spiritual or you, you know, you join this path, it's like, you know, part of it is that like, you're not 
like, you know, that you're not so involved with social media and that like you're not so be- right. because there's so much on there. But at the same time, it is such an amazing tool and we've all gained so mm-hmm. much from it just already. And so it is like really about finding that balance. But I love what you said about, you know, utilize the team because we are the team. I don't know. Who was I talking? I think I was talking to Corey. Puyezi, uh a couple weeks ago and he was like mm-hmm. I feel like we're all like superheroes in training like we're just like yeah, training to become superheroes and I was like yeah it really does feel that way like it feels like we all we all are like in our own little worlds you know like in our own or our big worlds we're all in our lot you know our lives with all the mm-hmm. other people who mm-hmm. maybe aren't like so on to this yet and and that's why we're in in that area as well to like raise them up and brighten them up yeah. and you know lift them up. And so it's like we all like it's like superheroes anonymous, not anonymous, but like you know we all come together every night or during the day and we're like guys, like this is going on in three D. Oh, like how do you know like how do yes. I lift these people? <laughs> how do I lift myself yes. up? How do I lift my lift these people up? And and um, gosh, yeah. So I really like that advice. That's definitely powerful. What um. And as you said, like, that's impressive. Like all, all, you know, everything that you've been looking for, it seems to come out of the positive head audience. Like, I didn't know we had so many. Oh my God. Yeah. It's been, it's been amazing. And let me tell you the three and a half or so years that I've been pulling my hair out, trying to be an artist, um, and going about things, the, you know, making all the mistakes and falling on my face and just trying to figure everything out by myself building my my own little thing from scratch um the one thing that has stayed consistent is is i've had success in and meaningful success one of the things that i'm i'm so ocd about is just like if it's not in line with like my my innate belief or what i'm vibing or what i know to be the path that i'm supposed to be on or what i'm what you know what my art you know i just i can't do it so so the people and the the family being a part and, you know, it just, it helps me vibe in my high vibe little business. And, you know, that that's all we're here to do is just vibe. We're here to vibrate. We're here to vibrate at that brilliant light of a vibration that we are. And, and that's all we have to do. And I love the superhero, um, the superhero, um, that you just talked about. Cause we all, we all, we already have our armor. That's the thing. Sometimes we don't realize that we have the armor already. We have the shield. We have the sword. We have everything we need, but we just need our army. And that's what the, the P-Head family and, and your other, you know, your groups, it's, it's the, it's the, you know, your, your fellow warriors, your, your mates, you know, we're all going into battle together and we're doing it, man. We're killing it. We are raising the darn vibration. <laughs> I did not come here to not, to not succeed. <laughs> we are raising the darn vibration. <laughs> Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But um, but yeah, I mean, what do you do when you're going through self-doubt? You know, as an artist, I feel like a lot Mm. a lot of artists Mm -hmm. go through doubt about I mean, everyone goes through doubt, but a thousand times a day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give or or take one or two. How do you get yourself back on track? I have I have been able to train myself over a long time to use affirmations and Mm. to what I say is I give all of this worry, this doubt, I give it away. I give it to the universe. You take care of it. And I just take it off of my chest because if I sit and ponder about it, 
I mean, I will spiral into a rabbit hole that I won't climb out of and it will prevent me from, from being able to create and, and, but the journey through self-doubt and figuring that out and, and finding your self-worth through self-doubt is also like another manifestation of like your scars into stars. You know, sometimes you have to go through that dark, doubtful journey where you just think everything you put out is crap and nobody's going to want to hear a darn word that you say or, see, <laughs> you know, no one likes your drawings or whatever it is. You have to kind of experience that and face that and just realize that I love my art. I love what I create. I love the vibration of what I create and what I put out there. And so if I love it and I'm am in line with my inner truth and, you know, then the people that need or will resonate with it will find me and we will be able to collaborate on this journey. And so that's mm. how I look at, at self-doubt. Mm. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. <laughs> it is. But I like that. You know, I've been trying to do that a lot more recently. Um <clears throat> Because uh, a while ago, I read like A Course in Mir- Marianne Williamson's version of A Course in Miracles. And I also mm-hmm. on the the other podcast that I, I host, co-host, Inner Bloom, we had someone on recently who was talking. She basically had like a conversations with God type of thing happen with her mm-hmm. where she like wrote a book that was just like her own version of that where she was talking to God. Mm-hmm. And in that book that I was reading, like God was telling her like every time she's like, well, what do I do about this? He's like, just ask that it be removed, like ask that Mm -hmm. we take this Mm -hmm. on, like ask that God or source or whatever handle this for you. Like you don't ask, like you never ask basically. And it made me, and I remembered like from the Course in Miracles, how I would start to do that when I was reading Course in Miracles because it talks about that as well. So then I've been trying, I've been doing it a lot recently. And like, it's so funny because in the beginning when you start doing that, it's like you you feel so skeptical because you're like, well, if it was this easy, like, you know, da, 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 da. But there's, there's something about doing it and actually like giving it a shot and doing it consistently whenever you notice mm-hmm. that something's mm-hmm. arising, doubt is arising, fear is arising and just being like, okay, yeah this is for you now, like take the, please take this or please like transform this or please help me see this in another way. Yep. That is so soothing and relieving because you re- cause you start to really feel like, like you have a team and like you have support and like your, and, and honestly, like it works. I mean, for me, it does. Yeah. It does. I call it the entourage. I have my entourage always yes. around me and constantly. I'm like, I am like the neediest earth walking like human <laughs> there ever was i'm like guys like if i'm getting on the highway i'm like all on board guys all on board yeah. here. <laughs> I, you know um one of the things that i did is i'm i'm noticing not only like saying and asking which i'm again it's it's like i had to get in the habits i never asked for help i don't mm. you know who, i don't need help what are you talking about i've got everything under control until i fall flat on my face and roll yeah. down the hill and stumble <laughs> on a on a rock um but the other thing is I'm physically like, I have this little basket and I just thought of it one day and there are some crystals in there and there's a little sign that says bad energy in and then a little sign with an arrow that says good energy out. And when I come into my art room, my creative space, I literally just take my hands and wipe down my body and my art and I just throw it in the basket. And you know, <sighs> those little things, they really do work. And you're telling yeah. the universe and it's amazing what will all of a sudden fall into your lap when you ask for it. I love that. You just gave me an idea of like, 
taking an energetic shower like every time I walk into the room where I'm like recording and like Mm -hmm. literally seeing in the doorway that there's like a waterfall of like cleansing energy I love yeah it's (laughs) oh I I mean you your energy like is so playful and creative that even just us talking for like 25 minutes I feel like you're already giving me or opening my mind or giving me the permission slip to have these creative like playful ideas because that's something I think and I can already I already know just from from you from what I know of you and from our conversation right now that like you have this energy in the spirit of you know the inner child and like the Mm. the play like the the playful fairy and like the you know, the, 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 it's like the spirit that has full permission to just play and like create and not know just like color, you know what I mean? And yes, and color from, everybody. I'll yes, the one color. And color I on the feel- wall. <laughs> <laughs> color <everywhere>. actually, <laughs> you'll probably appreciate that. Or this is, this just came to mind when I was little, I would think I was probably, I think I had to be six or something. I had a friend over and we went down to the basement. I had like a giant basement that was like carpeted and it just had like a bunch of like games and random like arts and crafts and things in there and like a TV in a living room yeah but anyway one day I went down there and a friend was over and we were like what should we do and I got this idea I had two giant jars of glitter giant (gasps) jars of glitter girl yeah and I said I was like why don't we like make this place sparkly and so we she took a jar and I took a jar and we went around that entire basement and glittered everything because we thought that would look awesome and be really cool. And then suddenly we uh, suddenly like I heard my mom was going to come home or something. And I was like, oh, like let's clean. I don't know how I thought we were going to clean it up. But I'm like, hurry up, let's clean it up. Well, that didn't happen, of course. And we to, to this day, if they didn't, if the people who bought that house didn't like demolish that basement, there has to, it has to still be covered in glitter. Like there's no possible way. So that's miraculous. Yeah. That is miraculous. Yeah. I love that. I, <laughs> I was actually dealing with glitter last night. I was, I was making, I was doing a little bit of glitter. And what I do is I just wipe it onto the floor and I just let my carpet sparkle. Yes. There's no reason to not glitter your world. I see no reason not to. <laughs> and I think it's illogical. To keep your glitter not contained. Personally. I, I agree. I 100% agree. I feel like, and I feel like the reason I, that memory just came up because it was like, maybe that was the last time I was like, yeah, let's play and let's like color outside or color on the walls type of thing. And oh my God, I'm sending you glitter right now. This is a, an emergency. That's yes. too long ago. Yes. <laughs> Yes. See, you're like the you're the glitter fairy. You're like totally giving me permission to like go back to that kind of state of mind. And it's like I've been feeling disconnected from it. And I feel Mm -hmm. like this is, um, yeah, just like an awesome like it's just awesome to connect with you and like start to connect with that again and get these ideas again because we all need to like be be playing more and creating more and coloring more. And um Yeah. So here's another question for you, Jessica. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Do you have any like fun or inspiring manifestation stories or stories of synchronicity? Any, any magical, magical tales? Again, do you have like three years? (laughs) The last like three and a half years have been like just straight synchronistic, like curiosities. Um, yeah, it's, um, 
actually the the most recent one it's funny it's again like how i i've been like how i said earlier like if you say something enough and you start to believe it be careful what will fall on your lap the last like month and a half or so i've literally very sternly asked for certain things and they have literally arrived i kid you not i was working through on my own the the shamanic soul retrieval process from uh this book that i got which i have to send you the link it's, it's really fascinating yeah. i've been taking my time and going really slow because i'm going to do it right and i just kept saying i need a shaman like i need my i need a shaman and within days um a woman had contacted me and we had touched base and she happened to have done some extensive training shamanic training and it was literally i was like oh my god i asked for you and you have arrived wow um, the same thing with you know the publisher i kept asking i need someone to take care of this publishing and printing and all the stuff that my brain just does not want to do i want to create and i want to write and i want to color and i don't want to deal with editing and spelling and all this stuff and literally it's a, oh I have a publishing company. Would you like me to publish your books? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Why? Yes. Why? Yes, I would. Um, and those are like the, the big ones. I mean, I, yeah. I can't even, I don't think we'll ever have enough time to talk about like the number synchronicities and the, the animals that I encounter and the, the, just the universe synchronously communicates you with you when you're on the vibration to listen. All you have to do is listen and be open. And you may think, Oh no, that's silly. That Turkey vulture is not flying over my head with eight of his friends, you know, because they, they want to communicate with me. But, you know, there was a day where eight turkey vultures dead silent flew over my head as I was asking out loud, what am I supposed to do with my next step? How am I supposed to publish this book? And at that very moment, I looked down and there was a little plastic isosahedron, which is like a magic eight ball. And each of the 20 sides was like a yes, no, maybe. It was literally like a little um, answering machine, like a little tool that that are like, oh, here's your answer. The universe has provided. Wow. Um, and so I use that as my little, I shake it. And when I ask a question and it's like, you know, I could I could have just looked past the, the, the crazy, slow, low flying turkey vulture birds and not looked at my feet at that moment. But, but I did. And it's amazing what will open up if you just, if you just look and are open. It, it really is magic. It's like Alice in Wonderland has come true for me. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Wait, are you saying that little like tool thing you're, you just like stumbled about? It was just at your feet, yeah. like laying there. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. Right I love that. Feet. I'll I, share a picture with you. It's my favorite little isosahedron. And in my, um, my, I'm a water, I'm a, I'm a water. Um, that's like my, my element is, is water and go with the flow. And so the isosahedron is the, um, the sacred geometric, the platonic solid for water. And it's just, it was the synchronicity is, is just astounding. It wow. really is astounding. That's so cool. Um, mm -hmm. I, I love that. And I love, yeah, thinking of this as Alice in Wonderland for sure. It's um, actually, as you said that I'm looking over and I have this statue. It's like the, one of the only things I still have from being a kid that's in my apartment now. And it's this um, Yadro, like ceramic is like the ceramic design. I don't know if it's ceramic, whatever. Anyway, it's yeah, it's ceramic, I think. And um, the it's like Alice and the hair dancing like through oh, like, I love that. Yeah. It's so, and I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, I wonder if I haven't like done something with this or like why it's still here. And I was like, Oh, I feel like it's here to just like remind me to like dance through life and like to just like look at this as like one big, you know, journey, just like Alice, like in Wonderland. So That's it's funny. Precisely that. what it 
is, folks. We arrived here to travel through the journey, and when it's done, we leave. And all we have to do is vibrate. And the best way to vibrate at our beautiful, vibrant frequency is to to, to channel that kid. And I actually have a great exercise, and I want you to do this, and yeah. I want any of the listeners who are so inclined, I want you to sit down, set your space, you know, whatever energetic process you have to you know, set candles or, or set the mood or whatever. Um, in a quiet space and get out a piece of paper and your writing utensil. And I want you to write a letter to your inner child. And this is really cool. Uh, Initially, you want to write to your inner child or you can write from your inner child to you. But when you write as your inner child, write with your non-dominant hand. Mm. That side, it it will help channel that creative... Uh, inner child part of you that will help your inner child to come through and to communicate so you want to sit down and as your inner child yourself your inner child write yourself a letter using your non-dominant hand and when you're done when your inner child has thoroughly uh, gotten the message across then I want you to respond to that letter as you with your dominant hand and have this ongoing dialogue with your inner child and start talking to that child because like they're ready to come back and be a part of you but they you know you just gotta kind of muffle through maybe some some inner child wounds first but but Mm. start the dialogue chat it up (laughs) i love that (laughs) yeah i've actually started doing some inner child stuff uh this week with the course that i'm in and Mm -hmm. but i love that exercise and i've heard of that before of like using your non-dominant hand because Mm -hmm. it accesses a different part of the brain and um, that's an amazing exercise. Everyone do that and let let us know in Positive Heads in the Facebook group what, like how it works for you. I'm definitely going to do it yes. today, I think. Share, share. And if listen, here's the deal. I am obsessed with having people share their artwork. And I'm actually going to be doing like a big art therapy um, workshop. Like it's going to be like a year long. It's up and coming where I'm just going to have all these activities. And I want people to share their art with me. So if you are shy and don't want to share um, through the positive head, I mean, Jessica Drew, J-E-S-S-Y-C-K-A, at the art of Jessica Drew, um, send me, message me. Like, I want to hear about your process and your how it went for you and, and what you wrote. Like, share your art with me, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jessica, this has been amazing. Um, you're just such a light, such a such a bright little fairy of the universe. And um, yeah, is there anything else you want to share before we sign off here? You know, I think the only thing that I have left is that I am so grateful that each and every single one of you, whether you know it or not, signed up for the same earth walk as I did because it's been a tough one. And I know that you all have had an arduous walk up until this point, but don't forget you signed up for this. You guys are warriors. You already have your armor, your shield and your sword. So take all of those battle wounds and start turning them into your stars because you have everything in you already that you need to get through whatever you're going through right now. Mm, I love that. I'm fired up and ready to go. I need to Let's hear go. that. Let's create. Let's, <laughs> Let's glitter. go. Let's glitter bomb this place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> glitter bomb this place for sure. Um, oh, Jessica, this is amazing. Thank you so much for your wisdom and your time you. and your energy. You're beautiful. And um, yeah, until next time, as Brandon likes to say, journey well. 
as with you. Thank you so much. Bye. That's it for this week's episode. If you're a listener with a story to share and are interested in being featured on a future episode of this special series, you can email me at alexa at positivehead.com. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Otherwise, tune in next Friday for another P-Head Posse episode. And until then, as Brandon always says, journey well.